Hello, my Iron Brothers and sisters. Welcome to another Zen of Bodybuilding. This episode's going to be a short. And what do I mean by a short? Well, if you are a listener of the Zen of Bodybuilding or have been following along with the podcast, and this is not your first episode, usually what I do in a Zen episode is run down some OCB topics, uh, some knowledge that we're trying to get out, uh, some updates around the industry. Then I will pick a topic that's kind of related to the Zen philosophy of bodybuilding. Refer back to earlier episodes if you want a little bit more clarity on that. And then we usually wrap it up with an interview or some quotes, etc. Average runtime is about 45 minutes, making them a little bit long, but there's a lot of detailed information I put in it from a lot of different topics. I wanted to start doing shorts. And with the shorts, I want to take a common misconception or something that would be valuable to everybody in the audience, whether you are still competing, whether you've never competed before, looking at competing, making lifestyle changes, just something that is oftentimes overlooked, but really, really important. And put a little bit of insight and shed some information on that. Use some of my background of having been a coach and having trained thousands of athletes to professional titles all the way down to just people trying to make positive life changes, as well as my, oh, now going into 42, 43 years in the industry. So trying to take some knowledge and insights and tidbits between what I've learned academically or having gone to different symposiums, world, world examples, all of that. And just try to focus in on one little tidbit, shed some light on it, and give some insights. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, today I want to talk about what I refer to as metabolic shift. Now, here is the scenario. You retired from bodybuilding competition years ago, and you've put a lot of weight on. Or perhaps you're interested in bodybuilding competition, but you've never really gotten your groove on. You've kind of always had that mentality like, I can't do it. And then one day you say, I can and you want to try. Or you're somebody who has built a good foundation of muscle over the years, but you haven't really done anything dietarily and you're carrying a lot of body fat and your metabolism is just not quite there. And you want to embark upon a lifestyle change where you're lowering your body fat and you're really priming yourself for a bodybuilding lifestyle or to lower your body fat and really, really repartition your entire body. We have to wait for something called a metabolic shift for that to work. Here is what I see happen all the time. Somebody who has never competed before or maybe competed once and got away from it for decades, put on a lot of body fat, or somebody just new and just starting out, doesn't have a lot of muscle yet. They're just starting into a program. They make all these changes to their diet. They start working out like an animal. They start doing cardio. They absorb everything that they read and they try to follow every low carb this and dietary that, and they're starting to hit the gym. And over two weeks, they lose five to eight pounds. They get really, really encouraged. Then they go another two weeks and nothing happens. And then they go another week. Well, now they're at the five or six week mark and they're still looking only at the scale and they feel like something's wrong. So they further reduce their calories. They further cut the nutrition. They further increase their workloads. They start doing more cardio. They start weight training. They go from four days a week of weight training to five, then from five to six, then from six to seven. And then three months later, there's still no budge on this scale. They went from eating a good caloric amount that met the nutritional needs. They kept cutting nutrition and cutting carbs and trying to follow all the latest pseudoscience. And the next thing you know, three months later, they haven't lost anything more than the initial three or four pounds. They're eating nothing. They're working out too hard. They're overtrained and they quit. Why? They didn't wait for a metabolic shift. What is the metabolic shift? Trying to keep it as simple as possible. 
your body utilizes insulin, which is secreted through the pancreas, through the intake of carbohydrates. And I'm trying to keep it very simple. For those of you out there with higher educations, I know I'm, I'm, I'm dumbing it down a lot, but I need to dumb this down. The most basic thread. You eat carbohydrates. Carbohydrates create an insulin surge. If you are not good at processing insulin and you suffer from insulin resistance, then a good indicator of that is that you carry a lot of body fat or you carry fat easily, you put on fat easy, and you don't put on muscle so well. That means you're insulin resistant. Those carbohydrates are going to get converted and they're going to get shuttled into the fat cells and make them grow plumper. Again, I'm dumbing this down. I'm not talking about the science behind it. I'm just trying to give the theory. So if you want to correct that, you need to begin training your body to process insulin correctly. Insulin is the single most anabolic hormone in the entire human body. This is why competitive bodybuilders that use drugs not only stack steroids with growth hormone, but they also use insulin because that insulin will shuttle all that glycogen to the muscle cells for recovery and just all kinds of growth factors. So there it is. That, that, that's it. Very, very simplified. You want to train your body to take that insulin and to use it for muscle building and not fat storage. How long will that take? Well, it all depends on how long you messed your metabolism up. Could take six months, could take eight months, could take six weeks. But when you start on the initial pathway to create that long-term change and you just start working out and you just start training and you just clean your diet up or you get back into it after five, 10 years of retirement as an athlete, and you're trying to regenerate it that back up, you can't have the same thought process that a competitive bodybuilder does who's already worked out the metabolic shift issues, already carries a good degree of muscle mass in the off-season, and is already in a state where they're utilizing insulin properly for shuttling in carbohydrates for recovery of muscle and for growth, and they can start a dietary process and have a fairly linear progression, losing 25 or 30 pounds over 15 or 20 weeks. You're not there. You have what I like to call a stuck accelerator pedal. Now, back when I was a kid, I used to have an old car and that old car had a carburetor and the carburetor would stick and I'd put my foot on the gas and it would kind of surge a little bit initially and then kind of pop, 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 and then it would start kicking in and it would fire into gear. And before you know it, I could put my foot all the way down in the gas pedal. I go hundred miles per hour if I wanted to. Not saying that I did, but the point that I'm trying to make is there was a transitionary period where that gasoline needed to be used properly from being flooding into the carburetor to gently going into the engine to create the ignition, to fire the cylinders and the pistons. And hey, I'm not here to talk about the thermal combustible engine. We're here to talk about metabolism, but it's the same principle. So I'm going to tell you a little story. When I first embarked upon my quest to be a bodybuilder, I had allowed myself to get kind of chunky. Now I was a teen, uh, I was a teenager, but I, I was I was pretty fat. And I found a coach. That coach was, you know, world renowned. His name was Vince Granda. He was West Hollywood gym out in California. Um, you can Google him, but he was kind of the guru of the day. And he gave me a diet and a training program. The training program was training three to four days per week. There was no cardio and it cleaned up my diet. I had a good balance of carbs and, and fats and proteins and like healthier foods. I was not allowed to change my diet, my training, cardio, nothing. Nothing could be changed for six months. Vince was kind of 
rough around the edges, to say the least. For those of you who have never read stories about Vince, um, he was pretty direct. And he basically told me that he would basically drop me as a client forever if I altered anything for six months, leave him alone and come back in six months. And when I came back in six months, I had my training logs, we looked at it and he had seen, it took me about about probably about three or four months to get that shift where I started losing fat. Now, during that period of time when I was not losing any weight on the scale, I was also putting on muscle because my strength was going up. My measurements that I was taking were adjusting, chest measurements going up, waist measurements going down. I was repartitioning my body. When you're going through that metabolic shift period of time, you cannot fixate or focus on the scale. The scale is just one tool. That's just one thing to look at. One of the biggest flaws I see with people trying to get healthy is they focus on the scale. They'll go on some diet, some Atkins or some, you know, zone diet, or I don't know, diet du jour, some of these starvation diets. And all you're supposed to be doing is chasing this number down in the scale. And after six weeks, you've lost 60 pounds and you end up skinny fat. Everybody knows skinny fat. Everybody knows those people that have lost 100 pounds and they do not look healthy. They don't look muscle toned. They just kind of look skinny fat. You can keep reducing calories. You can keep increasing activity and doing all those crazy things and chasing that number on the scale. Or you can set the variables, correct the diet, have sensible training three or four days a week, sensible cardio two or three days a week, and let it go for four, five, six months. Now, how do you know when it's working? What's going to happen is if you set your diet up correctly, you're going to have a little bit of a caloric deficit in there, but you're going to have a lot more nutrition. You're initially going to lose three, four, five, maybe 10 pounds. Let's say your goal is to lose 40 pounds of fat and to put on 25 pounds of muscle, and then it's going to stop. Start looking for subtle changes in the body. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look where some things are starting to, to change. Look at your strength. Is your strength going up? Get motivated with that. Start getting motivated because your pants are getting a little looser in the waist, but getting tighter in the thighs. So obviously your legs are growing, that your shirts are getting tighter in the chest, that you've put 30 or 40 pounds on your bench press. Those are the things that you need to motivate yourself during that transitionary period. Then you're suddenly going to be looking and you're going to get on the scale after the metabolic shift occurs and you're going to see you lost two pounds but you're still getting stronger. And then you lose another pound the following week, maybe a half pound, maybe. And you follow that trend down. The shift has occurred. You're starting to lose the body fat. You're still repartitioning and gaining that muscle size and everything starts vectoring in. And eventually you will stagnate. You will hit a period, six months, seven, eight, nine months down the line where you are not gaining a great deal of strength. Your workouts become stagnant and your fat loss has stopped again at that tail end. That's when you can start making some other changes. In my scenario with Vince, at the six-month mark, everything worked. He put me on another program for four months. This time I was training a little bit more. The diet changed. I was eating fewer carbohydrates, a little bit more uh, fat, a little bit more protein. Made some other changes. I can't remember what they were. And it was the same thing. Couldn't touch it for four months. And then after that second four-month period of time, and I made more progress, then we started changing things every six to eight weeks and went into kind of like the bodybuilding philosophy. So my point is, you need to stay motivated with your short-term goals, not with the bathroom scales. You have to stop telling yourself what you can't do and show yourself what you can do.
and you need to find out where your first place is. No one else's. What's your first place? You can't compare yourself to anyone other than you. So that's metabolic shift in a nutshell. That is insulin resistance. Very, very common in modern Western society because we destroy our insulin sensitivity with our crappy diets. So when you make the changes, you increase your nutritional base, you start eating correctly, you start your weight training process, you start doing a little bit of cardio, and you get all your variables set, leave them alone. <laughs> You're going to have an initial drop, and then it's going to stop. Let it go. Nothing is wrong with you. You're just waiting for your body to train itself to do something different with the insulin that you have. You need to make it anabolic and it needs to be used to facilitate muscle growth. That's the whole key to success in bodybuilding. It's the whole key to success in a Zen lifestyle after the stage is not your goal and you just want to look like a bodybuilder again. That's the secret. So with that, we've wrapped up Metabolic Shift and we've wrapped up our first Zen short. I hope you enjoyed it. In two weeks, I will be dropping our next in our series on this on our Zen of bodybuilding when we're talking about nutrition and setting up your forever diet. Until then, train hard, be safe, stay natural. Sully out.